0: Welcome back to the New York Gun Guys Podcast. My name is John. My
1: name is Taylor. Taylor. Yeah,
0: man. Who do we got here with us today?
1: Um, I don't know. Just some guy. <laughs> uh, we just found him outside. He said we'll produce podcasts for food. For food, yeah. Well, we
0: haven't given him any food, so... No, nah, no, nah. <laughs> Alright, guys. We have um, who we introduced um, last week, Captain Steve. Um, Captain Steve is uh, someone I've known for a very long time. He's... Uh, going to school for like radio and, and production and stuff like that and he's uh he he agreed to uh, come on and uh be
2: what a producer Steve? i guess that's a pretty <laughs> good title i guess, I guess the bagel yeah. it bitch.
0: sounds it might sound well yeah definitely the bagel bitch but you haven't brought, <laughs> <laughs> you only brought bagels once though so. yeah. but uh yeah so um looks
1: good on a resume
0: producer of a podcast, a podcast with like four people that listen yeah that's all a- four of you <laughs> with my help we'll make it three Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, yeah, we're gonna, he's going to be known as Captain Steve right. from now on, which I think is appropriate because he's going to be manning the control panel. Yes. And um, today we're we're actually going to be talking to uh, to Steve because he's he has like no experience in guns, Taylor. Right.
1: The first time he was here was when we did the uh, SKS episode, I believe. Yeah, I think so. And um, we had the SKSs in in with us and. You know, he didn't really know anything about it. And um, it, it's kind of funny because he's, he's kind of young. I mean, he's in his early 20s, I would say. Yep, 21. He's 21. fresh. He's oh, a fresh man. 21, though. Fresh
2: 21.
1: All we need is a black couch right. and we're good here. <laughs> oh, God. That's terrible. <laughs> I know. I know. Absolutely but, terrible. But you know what? He, he expressed to us that really he doesn't know very much about farms and he probably, right. he, you know, he wants to get into them. And we figured what better person to ask than, you know, a young 21 year old.
0: Yeah, we. So. The whole idea behind this is we have somebody who really has no, not for lack of a better way to put it, no idea about guns. Right. And uh, we're, he wants to ask us some questions about guns that we think a lot of first-time gun people might have, you know, getting into it. Um, and then we thought it'd be cool to ask him some things about, you know, about guns. His perception. Uh, his perception of guns ideas. and stuff. And kind of, like, talk to him kind of as a person who's been, I, I wouldn't say tainted by you know certain narratives mm-hmm. but um, just someone who hasn't really had the experience of hearing the other side of the argument right. he seems so this pretty is, neutral right.
2: and
1: everything
0: right so that's pretty much it yeah. Stevie I know you have some questions for us
2: I do and uh, like you guys said I have no experience with guns mm-hmm. I've never held a gun shot a gun obviously i've never owned a gun oh, he's hmm. real fresh oh man very fresh <laughs> oh, yeah. about to lose my gun virginity today so i'm mm. quite excited about that mm-hmm. but, but yeah <laughs> so hopefully it'll be a fun ride but i guess the first question i'd have to start it all off i mean right. i have no idea how to acquire a gun i don't know like the first step do i just walk into a gun store and say hey give me a gun i don't know how to sign up i don't know if it's like a driver's license <laughs> we have to get a permit yeah, well. then I, just walk me through that that's my first question I, where do i start
0: i think the <clears throat> the best way to start, you know, would be to just talk about rifles. I think right, that like handguns are, yeah, hand handguns are going yeah, hand, hand to be a totally different situation. So it's right. a lot. I mean, not that it's a lot more involved, but in New York if you're, State yeah, if you're a first time gun buyer, I think in New York State, rifles are going to probably be your your first long choice
1: guns, right. rifles and shotguns. So I, I can answer this question for Stevie John. I'll take this one. Um, basically, Steve. If you're interested in getting a rifle and shotgun, it's actually quite simple. Um, what you would do is go to a federal firearms licensee holder, an FFL or a gun shop. Okay. Um, they're in the business of selling firearms. Um, and you go and you say, hey, I'm looking for X, Y, and Z, or I'm thinking of getting this, or I'm thinking of getting this. I mean, even backtracking just a little bit, before you go and buy a gun, find out like really what you want. Like, Do you want something for home defense? Do you want something to take out to the range and shoot? Do you want something that's more collectible? Um, there's really a firearm that kind of fits every purpose. So once you narrow it down, let's just say you're looking for a home defense gun, let's just say, because that's kind of like what a lot of people in today's world are looking for. Um, you could go to your your local gun shop. There's a lot of them on Long Island and New York in general. And you say, hey, you know, I'm looking for a shotgun. And they say, okay. and they show you a couple of models and let's just say you decide on a pump action 12 gauge because that's kind of the ubiquitous right then what you do is okay they have you fill out what's known as a form 4473 it's a background check form basically they ask you your name date of birth social security number what ethnicity you are and then it asks if you've ever been convicted of a felony or for unlawful user of drugs if you're here legally Mm-hmm. If you don't have a criminal record, you have nothing to worry about. You fill all that out. They submit the background check to the uh, instant criminal background check system. It's called a NICS check. And um, it usually takes a couple of minutes to process, depending on you know what's going on in the political climate. Sometimes it takes 10 minutes. Sometimes there's a delay. Mm-hmm. Not often, though. That's a usually a very rare circumstance. Once you get the proceed from the NICS check they deem you're not a criminal you could buy a gun you pay the person and then you walk out with your
2: firearm okay so it doesn't seem like there's too much of a wait time really no no.
1: and depending on how long the background check takes now for example if you had a very similar name to somebody who's a known criminal there might be a delay or there might be a a whole process they might say hey for some reason it's delayed, come back tomorrow. Mm-hmm. That's just the FBI who does the background checks doing a more thorough check to make sure you're not that you're person. To figure out exactly right. who you are. And then in some mm-hmm. extreme circumstances, if you have very similar name and details to a known criminal, they'll give you a, a unique number. It's like a PIN number almost mm-hmm. that you put on the form mm-hmm. and that identifies you as you, even though a social security number should just do that. Yeah. But um yeah it's not a very hard process it's very easy and usually if you if you go to a store after you kind of figure out what you want it's literally less than
2: 10 minutes mm-hmm. okay um so let's say especially the guns that you recommended what kind of what's what's the price range that'd be looking if i wanted to save up for something like this am i gonna have to like save up a few months obviously it obviously depends on income right but it depends I mean, on income but i mean what's
0: taylor like a like you know the basic entry level like Mossberg pump 12
1: action with, with 12 gauge well, action shotgun it's kind of an interesting uh, question in today's current times because mm. there's real, the availability of let's just say home defense shotguns mm. is very very limited in today's world
0: so it's it's interesting steve like kind of how certain things like gold silver those types of things the prices fluctuate depending on like political climate and what's going on in the world right guns kind of function in the same way like when there's crazy shit happening in politics like and, and people years. get scared you know that people are coming into office that might want to ban guns like a lot of people end up buying guns your supply and demand you know gets a little wonky and then mm-hmm. you end up you know prices shoot up
2: so this year is an election year
0: obviously so it has
2: fluctuated
0: i'm assuming this year it's about
2: to well this
0: year it's not only because of the election year but Mm. we're looking at covid which like you know the news and every every everything politicians are telling everybody that like the world is going to end you know three months ago like you were all everyone was
1: going to die and the police can't protect you, right?
0: And then you have these these fucking riots. Now you have people who are like, well, they want to defund the police. How how am I going to protect myself, and my family, if I can't call nine one one and have the police? Like, there's mobs of people that are blocking the whole street. Mm-hmm. Like, police can't even get to my house. Mm-hmm. So that's another factor. A lot of people bought guns then. Right. And then of course you have the general, like you know, if Biden gets elected, like you know, Biden wants wants your guns. So right.
1: And it's just what we call panic buy. So Mm -hmm. also because COVID shut down a lot of manufacturing of firearms and ammunition, there was a limited supply. Coupled with the panic buying, increased a really short supply. Mm -hmm. And then if you know, I was in a gun shop with my friend last week, and he was looking for a a home defense shotgun. And they're like, we can't even order them from the distributor. Like they don't have any. We don't Mm -hmm. know when we're gonna get any in. Mm -hmm. So barring any crazy pandemic yeah. that's going on normally a good home defense shotgun like three to five hundred
0: okay no it's not bad no yeah, but that's going to be your like super basic like entry level
1: that's super basic but mid-range i'd say because like a super basic would be like a maverick 88 that pre-pandemic you could pick up for like 200 something like a mossberg 500 or a mm-hmm. 590 three to five i would that's say that's not bad though and that you could even buy ammo with that
2: Mm-hmm. Okay, so going back to my first question, so you're saying like today if I walked into a gun store and I could buy a gun, obviously I have no criminal record, or nope. at least I don't think, so um, I can walk out with a gun possibly today. Yes.
1: No, okay. Not possibly, definitely. 100%. As long as you got the cash and you pass right. the background check, and you're you,
2: right. And you could buy a long
0: gun at 18. Right. So several years ago you could have went in on your 18th birthday and, and purchased one. The only okay. thing
1: that he can't buy at 18 is an AR receiver because mm-hmm. it's a firearm. Well, because you a, can, in theory, turn it into... A pistol. Yeah. So, so a firearm can only be bought by somebody twenty-one and older. A long gun can be bought Mm at eighteen. Handguns at twenty-one.
2: Right. Okay. Um so we got into how I'm gonna get it. Now I wanna talk about carrying rights. Mm-hmm. I have no idea, especially this is the New York Gun Guys podcast, mm-hmm. I have no idea what gun laws are like in New York and especially what's compared to like in other states. Mm-hmm. I don't know, I don't know who's even, carrying not even other states, but just even like upstate New York right. is super mm-hmm. different than here, you know. Now no, right. when you
1: say carry, are you talking about like handgun, rifle, transportation, what do you Let's start with handguns. Okay. So John, you wanna take this one?
0: Well, I mean you, you, you need permitting for that and, right. and unfortunately I mean, to even have a handgun itself, you're going to need the you know a, a permit for that. Mm. Um, going further than that, if you want to actually be able to carry that firearm in a concealed manner, you're going to need another permit for that. There's something called a full carry license, which usually police officers and, and federal agents and things like that have just that's their credentials equals a full carry permit. Um, for somebody like you, a regular civilian, to get that is like impossible
1: it depends on the county down well, here, yeah Long in Suffolk Island county
0: and... nassau county forget new york city yeah forget know. new york city you know, it's it's almost impossible to get you need to like if you look at the requirements for that it's i think it says like you need to prove that you have like a threat there's yeah, like, a multiple threat threats yeah.
1: against your life right. and then even then they could still deny you upstate right. counties they could issue concealed carry licenses I don't want to say liberally, but they mm-hmm. they don't have such stringent requirements for right. right, the just cause of it. So if you want to get a handgun, let's just say you live in Suffolk County, uh, there's a permitting process you have to apply, there's references, fingerprints, fees associated. Yeah, it's a that's, nice little packet of information. Right. And then after that, they'll give you what's known, the most common is a, is a Target and Sportsman's license. That and what, allows, sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, sorry. It, it allows you to possess a handgun in your home, it allows you to transport transport it to and from the shooting range or hunting mm-hmm. or whatever. It allows you to transport mm-hmm. it on your person too. Right. And then um, it allows you to like oh yeah, it allows you to own it in your home, transport it and then shoot it at approved ranges, lands, mm-hmm. etc. Right. Mm-hmm. And
0: you could actually carry that in a holster on your person going from your home to the range. Right. Um, you know, some people do take the chance and you and just they use that as a full carry because right. in their mind they can say well i was on my way to the range and this guy right. you know popped out of nowhere even though you know you're nowhere near a range that's that's right a, a, obviously i don't recommend doing that you're okay. going to open yourself up to some serious issues if you ever have to even if you get pulled over and you know for some reason you get pulled out of the car and all of a sudden now you have a gun on you and you're carrying it you know, outside the, the scope of your permit. Yeah. I mean, that's a problem. Yeah. Um, if you work in a, like a business setting, you can also get a carry, um, which allows you to carry for work purposes to and from your place of business. You know, if you go to the bank, the whole purpose mm-hmm. behind that is you carry a lot of cash. You have to show that you carry cash on a daily basis and that you have a reason to have to carry that firearm. So in theory, you know, you, you could, have your boss, you know, not necessarily apply for you, but just provide mm-hmm. proof that you do carry cash every day, and you can have a carry permit. Okay. But, again, you can't, you know, can't go to church with it. You know, you can't go to the movie theater with right. it. Right. It could only be in the scope of your job. Okay. So oh, right
2: because that was another question i asked because like you guys talked before in the other episode the glock episode which mm-hmm. is a fantastic episode when you're oh, done with this episode definitely you. go back and check it out <laughs> you. um you guys mentioned texas and i think it was a church thing you said that everyone yeah. in texas carries
1: well yeah. i mean that's like a, a stereotype but it is true in, the, the, in... The,
0: the, yeah the thing about texas is that they're they're just allowed they're like it's very simple to be able to carry a gun there right it's okay. very simple they
1: don't allow open carry though you, they, you can only carry concealed in texas which is kind of an interesting... Is that true? I thought... Yes. It, okay. You can't open carry handguns in Texas. Okay. You can only conceal carry mm-hmm. handguns. Last night, I think Colleen Noir did a video on that. I and, wonder if that's and, like um, super enforced there. It is actually. Yeah? It is. Because people... There was a thing where people were carrying... Open carrying black powder pistols, which technically... <laughs> well, the interesting is because technically a black powder pistol isn't considered a firearm because it's black powder right so people were saying well it's not a firearm and they're like well it looks like one there was like a legal thing Mm -hmm, about it mm -hmm. but in other states now the right to carry a firearm or not the right but the process to get a permit to carry a firearm and the way states define that is is a state to state issue so new york has different laws and requirements than pennsylvania than ohio than illinois so, mm-hmm. because you're licensed to carry a gun in one state, doesn't necessarily mean that it transfers like a driver's license to other states. Okay. Some so... states recognize it's called reciprocity; they recognize other states' permits. But no one, New York, doesn't recognize any other state's permit. So, if you had a uh, if you had a concealed carry license in Florida, and you were a Florida resident, and you wanted to come up here to visit family, you can't bring a gun up here, and you can't conceal carry it.
0: Yeah, and I've even heard stories online of people who, um. You know, visit New York City. Visit New York State <laughs> with, um, no, just not really. But it's like, they'll fly. Not even necessarily to New York, but for example, they'll be flying with the firearm. Oh yeah, and they'll check it, whatever. So they'll they might start in one state where it's perfectly fine to have the gun, whatever. They fly to another state. They do everything that they have to do, the TSA information. They alert them, whatever. When they get to the next state, they land and then they're arrested. Or, for having for having that firearm
1: there. Or another scenario which happens a lot is let's just say you go from Florida to Maine but there's a layover in New York. Yeah. And due to bad weather the flight is canceled. Right. And you have a handgun. Mm-hmm. Now you have to retrieve that handgun and have technically an unregistered handgun in the boroughs of New York City. Right. And then when you go to Go back on that flight the next day and to go to check your firearm mm-hmm. they're going to be like oh you have an unregistered handgun in yep. new york city you're arrested right and they will just come and arrest you. oh yeah okay there's, there's no doubt about
0: that right. it's probably the port authority police at that point will they will yep. come they'll they'll take you even <laughs> though legally
1: you were fine going yeah. from one state to another but right you know shit happens yeah Wow, that that sounds
2: terrible. It is. <laughs> so, <it's>, it is. <laughs> but, <laughs> that sounds but, like uh, such a mess. Welcome, <laughs> it is. To, welcome to New York right. State,
0: and and you know, Taylor, if you want to talk about like constitutional carry a little bit, I mean, some of these things were like they try and fix it, but I mean, again, it it's it's hard yeah, to it's... deal with it when legislation gets in in, in the way. Right. Mm-hmm. Some
1: states has what's known as constitutional carry. I believe Arizona has it, um, Vermont or Maine, one of those North states, northern northern states has it. Where there's no permitting process, there's no license process, they basically say, well, you know, the Second Amendment says you can keep and bear arms, so bearing is mm-hmm. one of them, so you yeah. can carry a gun without a permit.
0: Right. And I know Trump, when he was, you know, when he was running for his first election, was talking about wanting to push constitutional carry in, in all 50 states. Well, it was
1: concealed carry reciprocity that mm-hmm. he was pushing. Mm-hmm. There was a law that basically said, just like driver's licenses and other yeah, things. If, if one state, you, right. every state has to honor it. And,
0: right. So, which. You know, he kind of reneged happen. on that one there. Yeah. Well, time. there's, you know, he's got a few problems when yeah. it comes to the gun world. He let, he let quite a few people down.
2: But Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so, back to, so obviously, people going into New York, that's going to be a problem if you have a handgun. So, let's say if I have like a place in Pennsylvania or we go to vacation, I go from New York to Pennsylvania or yeah. something like that. Mm-hmm. Is that going to be, yeah, oh, so it's going to be less Just, sort of a problem. You said other people kind I of mean, recognize
0: that, yeah. It's not, I don't think you're going to run into an issue if you're if you live on Long Island, have all the proper permits, like if you have a target per, you know permit and you're driving it to a house in
1: Pennsylvania, then you should be okay. The only thing you might want to get though is Pennsylvania offers a non resident CCW concealed mm-hmm. carry weapons license. So if you go to any state or have residency in another state, you have to check the laws of that state. To see what you can and cannot do if you need a license to carry or if they recognize your New Mm -hmm. York license. Um, It gets into just, you know, whole factions Mm -hmm. of things, which, you know, you could get into for days and days talking about all this. But just get back to your original point. Let's just say you do have all the proper permitting and the licensing and everything, Mm -hmm. and you want to go into a store and buy a handgun. It's the same process in the store. So you want to buy a gun, you do your 4473. And then you pay for the gun, and then you got to do a couple of trips to the police yeah, station. Yeah, but... I think
0: kind of the way it works with handguns in Suffolk County, and I don't know. I would assume that, so it might be the same way. Um, you have to go to the gun store, mm-hmm. show them your credentials, of course, purchase the firearm. Then I believe you have to go to, um, uh, you have to go to the Suffolk County Police Headquarters here, um, show them the receipt for everything. Hey, look, I bought a firearm. I bought a um, a handgun. They're going to add that to your uh, your ID. Yeah. Um, and then you have to bring the ID back to the gun shop, show them, hey, it's added to my, my ID, and then they give you the gun. Right. Yeah.
1: Now, one, I, th- I think I might have just misspoke. I don't know if you have to fill out a 4473 every time you buy a handgun if you have the license. I, I do. You do? Okay. Yeah, so, I do. Okay. Then, yeah, yeah you do. Yeah.
0: Um, obviously, my credentials are, it's my permit. So, yeah, I, every time I buy a firearm, I have to.
2: Okay. I have okay. to, yeah. All right, that's
1: interesting.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: All right, so we went through how I got it, New York gun laws. Um, so if I do have it, what's the best way to keep my gun, obviously, safe? How do I, best place to put it, obviously, I'm assuming a safe, and also cleaning it. How do I keep it in good maintenance? Mm-hmm.
1: All right, well, those are two different questions. Yeah. Um,
0: as far as keeping it safe, I mean, ideally, you would it. Have depends a, on your living situation. Yeah. I mean, ideally, you would have a safe. Um, obviously, some safes are better than I would others. I
1: wouldn't even say a safe. Depending on the situation, I would say some sort of way to secure it, whether it's a locked container, like a residential security container, a gun cabinet with a lock. Um, a safe would be the best option, but mm-hmm. people who live in apartments or people who live in places where you might not be able to even get a safe in, they make well, underbed storage solutions with, where it's like a keypad access to keep it locked.
0: Yeah, I mean, but you could also go, not that it's the but be- like, going to be the, the greatest safe of all time but if you did want the extra protection quote-unquote of having a safe I mean you can go to Walmart get a $90 safe that you can yeah. bolt to your floor mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. people aren't going to just be able to come pick it up and take it out of your house right it's some you know, way so- to
1: have to not have unauthorized access to that farm. Especially if you have kids in the home Mm -hmm. or something, Mm -hmm. um, it has to be stored in a really safe manner. You just, Mm -hmm.
0: I mean, at the end of the day, even if you have a massive safe, people, if they have enough time, enough people and enough, you know, tools, they can either get in the safe or or get the safe out. Right. The whole idea behind putting your gun in all these, you know, in these safes and locations or whatever is just prolonging the amount of time and the ease of access. So, you know, you might have, like, obviously a shitty safe that's bolted to the floor is going to be better than just keeping it in your drawer. Yeah. So, you know, for me, I would recommend even at the very least like a $90 safe. Oh, yeah. That you could bolt to a wooden floor or whatever, concrete, you know, slab, whatever, and then just that way when you're not home and you're not using it, you, you could put it in there. It's an amazing peace of mind, let me tell you. Yeah. I mean, like, dude, for me, like, obviously, I have a safe. Taylor has, has a safe. Mm-hmm. Um, Just knowing that, like, when I go somewhere, that it's safe in my safe. Yeah. And there's, like, you know, it's just... You don't have to think about it.
2: What cool. kinds do you guys have? What like what website would I go to? Where would I purchase it from? What would you recommend? What type?
1: Um, it depends on your situation entirely, but the one piece of advice I'll give you is get a bigger safe than you think you need at yeah. the moment. Okay. Because trust me, there will be other things that you're gonna put in there aside from guns. Right. You're gonna if you buy one gun, you're gonna buy three. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and um, you wanna kinda <laughs> yeah. plan ahead because a safe, depending on the, the type you get is it is, it a, is a purchase? Mm-hmm. It's a real serious deal. Yeah,
0: and see, You know, if you safes are a lot of money.
1: Yeah, if you, you get know, a you good can, one, yeah, if you get a good safe,
0: they're are a lot of money, man. Right, and they're heavy as hell. And you only want to move it one time.
1: Oh yeah, God, I yeah. I pray to God I never have to move the safe out of my yeah. my house. Oh, my, oh God. my God, it was like they were like Dude. it was like building a pyramid. They had to tie off sh- stuff with shipping rope, and and it was it was a it was a project. Yeah, man.
0: and going back to what Taylor said about buying something bigger than than you think that you need it's kind of like uh it's kind of like cigars and humidors you buy you know you buy a hundred count humidor that means mm. that you should really be buying a 200 count humidor because right. you know i mean steve knows what i'm talking about yeah. he's got <laughs> oh, okay <laughs> yeah and um you know obviously you guys know me so yeah. <laughs> got plenty of cigars but
1: now getting to the second part so oh finishing the first part so um Honestly, I think that you would want to go see a safe in person. Um, You can go to like a big box store like Walmart, Mm -hmm. BJ's, Costco, Home Depot. And they have like your your Mm -hmm. kind of like import lower end Mm -hmm. safes, but it's perfectly adequate for somebody who has a small collection Mm -hmm. that really just wants to keep them locked up. But if you want something that's a little more serious, a little more, now basically you're paying with a safe for time. Most of them are fire rated for a certain amount of degrees at a certain mm-hmm. amount of time. Right. So the higher the the fire rating, the more costly the safe is going to be. The higher the security, the thicker the steel. Mm-hmm. is. That's what's going to dictate the cost of a safe. Right. Mm-hmm. So I went to a place local, to me, I, I have a Liberty Safe, which now liberty i think got bought out by another company and their safes yeah. aren't as good as they used to be that's but that's I a heard whole that
0: as well they changed like the uh, like a lot of the locking mechanism yeah. and yeah and
1: now the standard so... locking like they have like these locking bars which used mm-hmm. to be on their cheaper safes but now they're mm-hmm. like oh these are military grade it's like they they used to be on the cheap military
0: safes. grade only
1: means that they were the lowest <laughs> yeah <out> the lowest <laughs> <bit>. <laughs> you know um so you really want to go and see? You really want to see the size of it? Yeah. You really want to see how it's made? Yeah. And how just how talk talk to
0: somebody who knows a lot more than everybody else about safes, like, like the New Yorkers. If you're yes. gonna go to, well, I mean, I like I wouldn't go to you know, Dick's and buy a gun safe personally, you know. I wouldn't I would, buy anything for those businesses. Well, yeah, but, you know, I don't like, <laughs> you know, I would go to a specialty shop. Right. Talk to somebody. There's a, there's a lot of, there's shops here. Oh, yeah. You know, there's, you can go, I think it's called, like, Suffolk Lock. I've never purchased anything from them, but they have a bunch of safes. Yeah. Liberty Safe, where are they? They're in... Farmingdale. They're in Farmingdale here uh, on Long Island, and those the guy there is I went there I talked to him I didn't end up buying my safe there but he was super knowledgeable he knew a lot of information and right you know he was able to give you the you know the straight facts more or less you know like right. you know what what are you looking for I'm looking for X, Y, and Z. okay let me show you this option this option this option here's why this option's good here's why this option's good here's why this option's good tell me what you think so I can tell you more information you know right but he's a good guy he's a good guy
1: right and then getting i guess this kind of segues into the second part of your question Mm -hmm. the number one things with guns is rust so when you keep them clean you keep them oiled oil inhibits rust so let's just say you go and shoot this shotgun you bought right generally you'll have some sort of cleaning kit which includes like a bore brush Mm -hmm. um well not a bore brush but a a a barrel brush for a shotgun because it's really it's just a smooth bore Mm -hmm. um you'll have brushes solvents oils um, you have to know and learn how to take that firearm apart for cleaning. There's plenty of videos on YouTube and instructions on the internet, which is great depending on the, the hypothetical shotgun you buy. <laughs> um, so you, you, you clean all the fouling out and then you oil the parts that's necessary. You put a light coat of oil over the gun and you put it away in your safe which mm. should have some sort of dehumidifying agent in there whether it's desiccant or a golden rod or... Um,
0: yeah, you have to remember when you have like a a better quality safe a lot a lot of the times like the doors kind of seal they're not super airtight but it does mm-hmm. prevent airflow okay you right. know? so you do have to be concerned depending on where you live about right. humidity and humidity stuff like that and like, temperature right so i mean if you live right. in a in a climate controlled house like if your family or you have like central air that runs you know and everything's at constant temperature all the time i mean you probably have to worry about it less right then you know somewhere where you have you know, like we have just air conditioners that we don't always run them if we're not home because mm-hmm. what's the point point? stuff like that. So I right have to then. think about that a little more than
2: than you. you know. So it is kind of like, you know, essentially like a cigar, like you said, like a humidor. You can't just put it in like a box. You have to make yeah. sure it's at like yeah. a certain yeah. temperature, yeah. make sure it's nice. Okay. Exactly.
1: Uh-huh. Exactly. Yeah, I mean and I w
2: I wouldn't say it's like as
0: specific like if you if you put it in there and it's eighty degrees you're yeah. gonna ruin it. No, but, no. I can't but, put like a sixty eight percent of you yeah. back in there or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> no. Yeah, exactly. No. But it's it's just something it's something extra to think about, you know? Right, right. Be aware and of. if
1: you especially have a gun collection and you have a lot of money in yeah. that, the last thing you want to do is just, you know, be negligent of that and then open your mm-hmm. safe and everything's covered in a yeah. fine. I mean powder guns
0: or guns hold their value. And a lot of them increase in value, especially some of the older stuff like yeah. that Taylor has. I mean, o- over the years, I mean, look, if, if you hold them for 30 years, 30 years from now, they should be, they're going to be the same price or more. I yeah. can't imagine them being worth any less. No. You know, it's no. not like there's more of those being made. We're right. talking about things that were made, you know, 20, 30, 40 years ago, whatever, right. or older. Yeah. So.
1: Yeah. So that's the big thing. You learn about your firearms. You learn how to keep them clean. And especially, like, with older firearms... That might shoot corrosive ammunition. You gotta know how to clean that, and then mm-hmm. so let's just say you you have this this shotgun. It's clean and oiled, and it's put away in a safe. That's the most ideal scenario. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Okay. And I'm assuming you know if you're a gun owner, you probably want to take it out and use it. But let's just say you know you're busy. You can't really get yeah. to your gun. Should I be like taking it out and taking it to the range to keep it? You know. And Warm, it, it active. Active. <laughs> like 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 a like a vehicle like, like a car. A can't, can't let the car
0: no. sit there for too long. No, yeah. you can keep no, a I mean,
1: gun put away for hundreds of years, and yeah. as long as okay. it's oiled, mm-hmm. it'll it'll be fine.
0: I mean, look, dude, I ha- I have guns that I haven't shot in years. Yeah. I mean, when I was going through my process for becoming a cop, I had a voucher my firearm. Oh, Tally God. knows the story. I actually no. had a voucher my um two of my long guns that I had at the time with with guns. Suffolk County, <laughs> the Suffolk County two Mosins. We'll tell the story when we do the Mosin story, but. Um, I had to vouch them with the South County Police Department, and it like just I, like my, you know, you have to voucher them just to start the process, and then you have to go through the whole process. Then mm-hmm. you have to go through the whole academy, and you can't actually go and retrieve those firearms until you have your credentials that you passed the academy or that, you know, you, you know, that you failed the academy or you got fired for whatever reason. And um, so it took like two years. Like yeah, it might might even been like more than three years. Yeah,
1: there's a story after, but it took you a while, right? So like then
0: I went back to go get the my my rifles, and you know at this point obviously I've passed my academy and I had my credentials, my shield, everything, and I go to the Suffolk County Property Section and I go to retrieve my firearms, and they tell me that I can't retrieve my firearms, (laughs) and I'm like, why? They're like, well, you need to go through a background check, and I'm like, I have. A, a firearm on me right now, <laughs> you know. Like, here's my credentials. Look, here's my ID and my shield. <laughs> it's right here. I have a handgun with it's me. So, you know, it's just like one of those like man. weird things, and it's like, yeah. you know. But I can understand it. Like for them, like it's just another. They have to check off a box. You know, they they're not. They have a, and, and I can appreciate it. Being a police officer, they obviously have a list of requirements that they need to release something like that. I mean, it is a gun, so. Yeah. That's just, it's, it's, I ended up getting them back, but it took, I mean, it took a long time. It It took way longer than it should have, especially being a cop. And obviously I've gone through the toughest background check there is, you know, like Mm -hmm. becoming a cop isn't easy, despite what some people might believe. It does take a long time. And a lot of people are disqualified.
1: Don't you have to be a racist to be a cop?
0: No. (laughs) No. Yeah,
2: that's a common misconception. Oh wait, what? Okay, that's a common 20 misconception. Twenty-one year olds like me think that you guys are the enemies. So this is also good. Yeah, well, head. that's another topic for another day. That. That's oh. that's that's
0: like a fucking. We could talk for hours and and get very. Uh, yeah. The the discussions would be passionate. I'm sure. Oh um, Rightfully so. Yeah. yeah. So, Steve, I, I have a couple questions for you. Okay. Um. The the first thing is, I just want your your general thoughts. On firearms so like I want to know kind of what you were what you've heard what you were told by friends family being at school whatever before you kind of joined in with us and like had a lot like
2: had a little more experience what are some of the things that you've heard
0: Just um, about
2: firearms definitely the number one thing you know we're in New York we live in a fairly right. liberal a very liberal state <laughs> yeah. um, you know being not having owned a gun obviously mm-hmm. Having a lot of friends, and my parents don't own guns. My mm-hmm. friends, you know, don't own guns. Right. I'm not really surrounded by that, so I guess environment helps. But from someone who has no experience in them, or really, I would say that you know, the consensus is you know, guns pill, kill people. You know, in mm-hmm. quotes. Mm-hmm. A lot of people think that you know, guns should be restricted, um, that they are not good whatsoever. People are not allowed to have them. They're not. They're not right. the responsibility to handle them. That's definitely what I've heard. Um, again, like in New York, everyone's, or at least most people that I've talked to, um, that's kind of the consensus, but, yeah, yeah I mean, that's, that's my experience. Again, my parents don't own guns. I'm not around right. guns. What do, what do your parents I, I think would, about Like, have your parents said anything specifically? Um, I, I mean, obviously, Without if they don't carry them? guns Without in the, the house. them under the bus? <laughs> no, I mean, I'll drag <laughs> you know, them through the mud yeah. if I have to. But, yeah, obviously, Man. if they don't have a gun, they're obviously not crazy about it, I'd say. Mm-hmm. I mean, if they'd yeah. have one, it's a completely different story, but I don't; mm. they're, not, they're not crazy about it. They yeah. haven't said anything specifically to you, like, guns
0: are really bad. And...
2: I think if I brought one home, they would not be happy at all. Yeah. I don't even I think it's because they wouldn't trust me. Yeah. I think that they just think it's too much of a danger around mm, the house. Uh, well,
0: if you don't know anything about guns, and all of a sudden a, a firearm appears in your house, I can understand you being a little... Apprehensive. Yeah, I mean, you're... you're but you gotta you're, start somewhere, Your dad's right? a teacher, right? Yeah. We'll old teachers. Okay, yeah. so that's another aspect, you know. Mm-hmm. So that's I mean, everybody. Everybody, I would think everybody realizes a, a lot of teachers. A lot of them are end up being Democrats, mm-hmm. and yes a big, no. a big, well, a lot of them. I mean, like obviously, mm-hmm. I've had teachers. I've had teachers who obviously were were cops, and they're you know they they don't lean too far to the left, and I, not not every teacher does. I know plenty of
1: teacher who teachers who don't. I wouldn't say that they're necessarily democrats they could be conservative but they have to toe the line of being a teacher and the environment in which they're in is like for example yeah, if you're an educator you might have to have that oh i work in a school and sometimes mm. there's school shooting so i, I really gonna, can't yeah. be for guns because right, right, otherwise right. i feel like it's it might happen to me you know like in some crazy way yeah
0: i mean it's just like just looking at like a lot i mean like i have like I told this story. man, I don't know a couple of weeks ago. Like I have, I have people that I know who are in college right now, and pretty much every one of their teachers or professors are very like anti-police, anti-gun. Right. Like, mm-hmm. like almost every single one of them. And it it might be a stereotype. Yeah, it, it, it might, be, it a might be a stereotype. I, mean, stereotype. I mean, I do, I do know teachers who I've had conversations with about guns yeah, who have there. never who have for me have never really expressed any issue in guns teachers who were veterans who, you oh know, yeah. yeah but you're talking now you're talking about like veterans yeah who became teachers or or police officers who became teachers after they retired to teach criminal justice like yeah. obviously they're going to have a lot of a, a different opinion than mm-hmm. people who went to school to become a teacher and then you know right so so on.
1: you know so now like what what are your personal feelings about guns like you said for example you like brought a gun, gun home your your parents might be apprehensive about it but mm-hmm. like personally you like you know what do you feel like what do you feel about them like you know should we have them should they be maybe like when I told you earlier how it is to buy a gun do you think that that's too easy do you think that there's you know like what what's your thoughts on that
2: so really i think that from what we've heard usually when guns end up they usually end up in the wrong hands i don't really think that someone's going to go out buy a gun and it's that person who they just slip through the background check and something happens mm-hmm. you know for me i would probably say I'm, I'm for i'm for guns i don't think that there's any problem i think the process that you said i was fairly surprised that it took a day i thought it took a little bit longer than that no um,
1: some states do have a mandatory waiting period which is a state by state cases. I think Maryland has it, and Virginia has like a one handgun a month law. But in New York, so silly. Yeah, it is. But in they they call it like a cooling down period. It, like it, here's the thing, Steve. Like it it may seem
0: surprising to you that you can just go to the store and an hour later after everything you pick out the gun, do the background check, you get to walk mm-hmm. out with a gun. But. <sighs> What's the difference? I mean, you're like you just said, that the law abiding citizen who's going to a store buying a gun isn't the same person who's gonna walk out of that store and go start killing people. Yeah. So what's the point of having a waiting period? If that's not the person that you're concerned about, then why are you preventing that person from getting a firearm any quicker? You know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. yes, if you were the same person who was gonna walk out of the store and start robbing people or go killing people because, you know, the quote-unquote cool-down period, you were, you know, something happened, your, your, your wife cheated on you, and now you're going to go kill somebody. Mm-hmm. That's one thing. But those aren't the types of people who are doing
1: that. And, and it's not to say that that doesn't happen, because it obviously does, but I think statistically it's a really small percentage right. of the amount of um Based on the amount of firearms that are sold, I mean, it's such a minute, small right. percentage that it, right. it, it's almost negligible. Yeah, it's just funny to hear, and
0: it's not, and it's not your fault. It's yeah. just, it's a common argument where people say, like, oh well, the law-abiding gun owner isn't the one that we're worried about, but we're gonna prevent that law-abiding gun owner from getting a gun too quick. You know right. what I mean? So it's like kind of one of those like weird hypocritical things. Well, we're not worried about you but maybe we're gonna maybe restrict we kind of what you are, could yeah, have when right, you could buy it right. how you
1: could buy it how many you can buy yeah, where you can keep it And it's
0: just one of those things that like gun owners catch those little things and we're like well wait a minute you just said that i'm not the problem so why are you trying to prevent me from owning this x y and z item or prevent me from getting it you know at a different rate of speed or i can only buy one a month and just like those weird little things you know just they don't yeah. really apply to each other
2: okay yeah. i guess going a little bit off topic going back to the gun store and this might again i love asking this because i could ask a stupid question and i could just say hey i'm new at this yeah um so it's if hard. i go to like a gun store and let's just say you know it's a business these people got to put food on the table yeah if i go in there and you know are some people or some people think that if i go in you know and i get denied would they sell it to me? Some people think, like, oh, they're just going to sell it to you anyway. No, no they're not no. going to. No, they're not they going to. Oh, it's a business. It they're going to sell be, it anyway. No. I mean, no. it would be
0: game over for them in a heartbeat. Okay. That is highly illegal. Yeah. Highly, legal. Yeah. Yeah. highly yeah. illegal. Dude, you're talking about yeah, putting food on the table and they're running a business. So they're going to just sell me a gun. Well, did you forget that if they do sell you that gun, they're going to. Their business is going to be shut down. All their licenses are removed. They might even go to jail. Oh, they will definitely so, go to jail. You know, like that's another argument that just doesn't really, right? You know, mm-hmm. it's just you got to think about it from both and sides.
1: There's no reason for you to be denied because on the background check, if you lie yeah. on a background check form, that's a federal crime. <laughs> yeah. So if you lie, it'll probably get caught. Mm-hmm. Although some things do slip through cracks, and I'm not, you know, not right. denying that, but lying on a background check form is a federal crime. Mm-hmm. So right you fill that out and you sign that it has to be truthful they run the check and let's just say you do um for I'm I'm not going to get too into it but for example that kid in Florida mm-hmm. who who shot up the school right he went to a store and there was a delay in his background check now federal law says that any delay over 3 days you get to have the firearm because the 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 government didn't meet their burden Mm -hmm. to deny you that firearm within that specified amount of time but the gun store could still deny you that sale they're like you know what this took too long i don't feel comfortable with this call it bad business but you know i'm not going to sell you a gun Mm -hmm. so they could still have that option they sold it to them anyway because it happens to a lot of people Mm -hmm. there's a delay you know people are like like i said they have a similar name to somebody if there's you know extenuating circumstances but there can be an instance in where the background check does not come back and you could still get the gun, but if you, like this, unfortunately, like this young young kid, this, this mm-hmm. asshole had, you know, his intention buying that gun was nefarious. And let's just say the background check did stop him, he wouldn't have gotten that gun that day. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then he
0: he subsequently used that firearm to exactly. you know do his shooting, So Exactly. Mm.
1: So like I said, statistically there is a small percentage of people that go and buy a gun, do the background check, and then go commit crime. Yeah. With and then that you gun. have to remember,
0: you're you're not a criminal until you become one. So if right. you went your whole life and you were perfectly fine, never got in any trouble, and then got a firearm and then for some reason shot somebody, like. Your, your back the background check would have never stopped you anyway.
2: Exactly. You so know, are you, you guys advocating for mental health checks? Or are you guys what saying... what I'm,
0: all I'm saying is that y- you can not predict future behavior, and mm-hmm. this is a big problem with a lot of law enforcement agencies using um, polygraph tests. What a lot of I know it's a little off topic, but just you know to to talk about this point, um, a lot of agencies use polygraph tests to kind of determine you know, is is this person, is this candidate going to be a good officer, right? What a lot of places are finding is that you pass the polygraph test because they ask you questions like, have you ever stolen anything? Do you want to steal things? You know, have you done X, Y, and Z? You know, a a lot of other things. And they pass the polygraph test. They go on to becoming cops, and then they end up, like, stealing shit. Yep. Mm -hmm. And the whole argument is, well, they passed the polygraph test, and it's kind of like, well, a polygraph test does not, predict future behavior
1: right so there was actually a story in the new york post uh i think yesterday there was a um a cop who um was recently arrested for espionage on the nypd he was a chinese oh yeah i saw that uh, he was from tibet or china he was a veteran yeah yeah yeah, he was a veteran he was an army or marine vet and he was doing double agent for the chinese (laughs) he was he was reporting to spies reporting on tibetan citizens right to the Chinese government, mm-hmm. and um, they did. The FBI just arrested him. Now, you know, he even said in, in recorded phone calls and wiretap phone calls, like, "Oh, I'm a police officer. You'll have somebody who's a police officer to do this stuff for you." Mm-hmm. And like John said, it's like he, you know, he got hired. He went through the process. He, you know, he basically lied on his visa application, said he didn't have any ties mm-hmm. to the Chinese government. To but he was going and visiting China. Had family that yep. were part of the Communist Party, mm-hmm. and you know, you if he lied and got his way through it and got into that, you can't... I mean, I think that maybe it's... Like, you can, I don't know. I think
0: People will say that, well, he had all these... all these red flags, right? And that the police department should have... should have known. And who... I don't know what they have access to and what they don't have access to at Not a local a lot of level. a people have they're, access they're, to
1: the Chinese government, Right, so... You know, citizens. Even,
0: like, I mean, I can understand you're gonna... you're going to become an FBI agent. And that background check is obviously i'm sure a lot more intense than oh, yeah. a local level police officer you know that type of thing i mean don't get me wrong it takes it takes over a year to mm-hmm. go through a lo- like a local level background check for a police department it takes a very long time to do the whole entire process they really dig into you but there's only so much that they could find out about you because right. at the end mm-hmm. of the day you do have rights too right you know so they can't like they can't open up your phone and like you know go through your phone this records It's not you know it's not like that so it's it's just another thing like oh yeah should they have caught it i don't know maybe if if they saw a red flag it would have been caught you and, know yeah.
1: people people lie and cheat all the time yeah. and you know if they're really good at it and if he's a spy for the chinese government i would think that he's a pretty good liar i yeah. mean i mean obviously yeah I my mean, my thoughts and on and that.
0: the whole the whole idea behind a spy is you don't get caught right so um, <laughs> it's not like he was like i'm i'm a fucking spy right. and then like the police department was like oh, oh it's well, not going to look there yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. so oh yeah. wow it looks like he's a spy but we're going to ignore that no what happened was he's a fucking spy and his job is to not get caught and he didn't get caught well, until now yeah until right. he got caught until he got caught but that i mean that, you know that's the right. whole that's the whole point he right you know, that's it. So right. okay. um Steve, what um this is this is a an interesting question. I think Taylor will, will appreciate this one. What are some things that you've heard about gun owners? Like I mean, what like what are the things like oh like, 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 a yeah, like what's a stereo yeah, what's a stereotypical thing that you've heard about gun owners like, oh gun owners are, you know, like rednecks or would, gun owners or you know like things like that
2: they want to do, all they want to do is kill people like so i, I kind of want to hear like
0: what are yeah. some of the things that you've
2: heard i, I would assume that like if my friends are scrolling through instagram and they right. saw me either like a picture of just my gun or see, saw me at the yeah. gun range they would you know like you just said they would assume redneck they'd assume like plaid shirt <laughs> jeans like straw hat or something like that riverhead aren't yeah. you <laughs> yeah yeah. yeah, I would assume that they'd think, you know, I'd be the, the MAGA hat wearing, you know, flamboyant gun yeah. owner, you know, oh, guns don't, I have my rights, blah, yeah. blah, blah, yeah. Donald Trump. that That's the general mm, consensus, Yeah, is Donald
0: right? Trump, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I, that's, that's pretty People common, People immediately man. turn it People into— People instantly, oh, like, you like guns, you must
2: be a Trump supporter. Oh, yeah. no yeah. So Just like everything drugs. nowadays, everyone's yeah. going to turn it into right. a political right. debate, a political right. discussion— yeah. Definitely, for sure, it's a very biased mm-hmm. topic. It's you know, yeah. like I said. So is that is that your image of a gun owner? I'd say yes, but yeah. not because of my own opinions. It's because just that's the that's what that's been the group thought societal yeah. Yeah. image. Group yeah. And, um,
1: now, if you saw a woman, for example, you know, would you think oh she has a gun or do you think it's more like a, like the reason I'm asking this is because a lot of the stereotypical image is a is a white male. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just, to be blind, just to be blunt. Just to be blunt yeah that's what honestly a lot of the media portrays today as gun owners are white males you know white right wing catholic christian you know oppressors whatever yeah but you know there's (laughs) I don't have a pickup truck I drive a honda and, uh, yeah, Ford, Ford F-150 yeah. with a fucking... The Blue Lives Matter yeah. flag on the back. <laughs> and Trump flag and on, on one Confederate.
0: side. <laughs> yeah, Locker yeah. up sticker. Yeah. yeah, that's such a stereotypical um, image of yeah, no. people. You know, it's crazy. funny.
1: This pandemic really brought about a whole new demographic of gun owners. They brought about um, a lot of How people. So? Well, for example, people in these cities, inner cities, mm-hmm. that all well, these riots are happening. You know, a lot of times, let's just say, like African-Americans or even Latinos... They live in the inner cities where a lot of these things are happening, mm, yep. and they realize, well, these cops aren't here for me. Yeah. They're not here for my interests. I need to go get a gun to protect myself. Mm-hmm. And uh, and a lot of cops are just they're being they're like being forced to pretty much not right. do anything right now. So. Right. And I think a lot of young people too are getting into it. And also, a lot of older people. I mean, I've mm-hmm. had people hit me up and say, "Hey Taylor, you um, you know, y- you ever get a minute? I'd like to go to the range with you, man. I, I just bought this gun, or and I'm like, you like. I did not expect you to do that, mm-hmm. or you mm-hmm. know, it, it. there's I think there's a whole. The stereotypical gun owner isn't such a thing anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you know the old the old man and the the fishing hat and the uh, yeah that's not the gun owner anymore. It's man. young people like Steve. It's women. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. it's you know immigrants. It's it's everybody mm-hmm. because it is an American right. right.
0: Yeah. So Steve, I know you have a couple more questions you want to ask before we tran- transition back over to you. I just want to know like. Mm-hmm because you have gone so so long in life not really being interested in owning guns or whatever, not really being too interested in guns, having people bombard you with, like, oh, gun owners are, are one way, guns are bad. What now is kind of change, shifting your, your thought process on guns? Because I know the other day you mentioned to me, like, oh, you know, this is pretty interesting stuff. I might actually, I might consider going out and getting a gun. Mm-hmm. So what now is kind of... I guess, triggering the change, you know, in your thinking process as far
2: as gun ownership? I've definitely, before the whole, so I'd say to start off, definitely as soon as the pandemic started, Mm -hmm. right when all the riots happened, right when all the protests, BLM, and not that BLM's, you know, a bad, so once all the riots (laughs) happened, because like, listen, I don't want to, you know. Well, no, I know what you mean. it's
0: It's a hard thing to say. Black Lives Matter, the sentiment is right. good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, I think most people agree with that. Of course. All right. Black Lives Matter but people are like organization, into organization into another has, thing. does have some like problems associated with it with mm-hmm. the leadership and and some of their the messages ideology. are Yeah, I mean some of their messages are questionable for a lot of people. And right. and look a lot of people do follow that organization and that's your right to yeah. do it. Totally. Yeah. But when people don't follow that organization, they get like called out in the streets and right. it, it does leave some to be you know,
2: it's just, right. it just,
0: yeah. yeah, it's, it's, it's a strange time, but go ahead. You want to
2: just finish yeah. up with what we were saying? so being right next to uh, New York City, seeing all the stuff that's going down right now, basically how it's turned into a, a hellhole, um,
1: <laughs> seeing much. all the riots, <laughs> <Pretty> much, protests, <laughs> the protests, the bad,
2: the riots, the protests, the destruction, it's really oh, changed man. my mind into me needing protection, right. me needing something, because what's stopping these, these people aren't getting, you know, the proper, they're not getting... The proper, I would probably say.
0: Hmm. Yeah, I know what you're trying to say. These I people aren't getting arrested. Yeah, they're, they're not, not getting, getting arrested. punished. They're getting bailed out by these. They can jump by, on my car all they want, yeah, but if I if you run if them I over, run
2: them over, it's I'm it. the bad guy, yeah, right? Mm-hmm.
0: Exactly. So mm-hmm. it's it's very much one sided. Yeah, a lot right. of hypocrisy. Right. You know, they can do whatever they want and you know i'm not saying that all these people are bad people who no, are doing no. this but there's a a, a a small group of people who are who are doing these things blocking roadways jumping on people's cars smashing windows burning buildings down these people some of them are getting arrested if yeah. they if you if they're committing like horrible horrible acts they're getting they're getting arrested yeah. a lot of these people are getting arrested for things like disorderly conduct you know thing, you know things like that because they're in the street they're refusing to leave um, and then they're getting bailed out by these millionaires, political yeah, yeah, political so, organizations, millionaires, you know, celebrities, are bandit groups, yeah, it's it's and it's crazy. These people are the uh, unfortunately, a lot of these people are people who should have to answer for their crimes. Yeah, you know, it is what it is. You know, there's nothing that we could do about it. There's people with a lot more money, a lot more power than us, who mm-hmm. are going to make those decisions for us. Unfortunately, it right.
2: just shows how how basically fucked up my mind is because again i'm 21 you guys are a lot older than me right a lot of these people going out marching are people my age they're millennials they're so again like if i say something i feel like if i say something bad everyone's gonna turn against me everyone's going to
1: two things i wanted to say was i got into farms around your age around 20 Mm -hmm. you know 19 20 years old 2021 that that era and i found that as i got older i just turned 30 um i found that really damn you're old i know (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Shit. I really cared less about what people thought of me yeah. as long as I was mm-hmm. doing me and I was not hurting anybody and mm-hmm. I was just you know taking care of what I have to take care yeah. of going to work you know making mm-hmm. sure I was mm-hmm. I was okay yeah. I didn't really care what people thought right. you know I have guns alright so what it's my right mm-hmm. you know Yeah. so you have pink hair cool that's your right yeah. like, I could care less yeah. do you I do me my gun isn't going to hurt anybody mm-hmm. I'm not going to hurt anybody with my gun Right. and it's tough navigating the
0: waters of should I say this or should I not say this? Yeah. yeah. You and, learn that with right. age and experience. And so. Especially right now, people are being like doxxed. Oh, you yeah. know. Mm-hmm. People are being canceled. Right. You know, but like for like, example, you, you go bullshit. to
1: college and you post a picture on Instagram with your firearm. There's, pe- there's been stories of people getting suspended from school for posting a picture with their firearm right. in a very non-threatening way. Like, right. hey, look at this guy I just bought. School gets wind of it. Somebody reports it. Oh, this man has a gun and right. he he goes to the school and, and it, it happened it, it, to a kid on Long
0: Island it's as if the very idea of you owning a firearm is the crime exactly mm-hmm. which and unfortunately that's uh, that i mean a lot of people feel that way right. like you could be perfectly normal you we could be having a conversation all of a sudden you find out that i'm a gun owner now i'm a criminal it's like wait, 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 you, you, of you, have, wait you have guns mm-hmm. no dude we can't fucking be friends i can't come to your house what if you shoot me You know, and it's like
1: these weird little. I can't let your kids over. I can't let my kids over your house because what if they get into your
0: guns and they. They They don't care to ask, like, oh, you're a gun owner? Like, tell me a little bit about that. Like, oh, you know, like I kind of felt like gun, you know, even if like you have kids and they want to go over. Hey, Mm -hmm. look, I I know you're a gun owner. I'm I'm cool with that, whatever. I don't have any guns. Are your guns safe? If I I let my kid come over, like, is it going to be an issue? No. Come over. Look at my safe. I'll show you. Everything is safe no one knows the, like you know, Fort the combination, Nobody's yeah, no that. one knows the combination <laughs> but me,
2: your, your, your child's going to be fine. Right. Here, so, okay. so Steve,
0: what, uh, what other questions
2: do you have for us? So I definitely did want to talk about the protests and riots are going on right now. Cause I said that kind of. Sure. Turned me into wanting protection. Mm-hmm. Is okay. that a good enough reason? Would you recommend that? I mean, I think any reason that you want a firearm is a good enough reason. For there you, you go. To have a it's firearm. a right. You it's a, right.
0: a reason. Yeah. You don't need a reason. Exactly. And it. Is that a valid trigger point for you to all of a sudden say, "Wait a minute, now I think I might need a firearm"? Of course it is. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. a good catalyst. Of course it is. I mean, that's you know, that's the whole point of owning a firearm, right? I've said before, a firearm is the great equalizer. Mm-hmm. Look, Taylor, look at Taylor compared to you. You know, Taylor's a much bigger dude than you. He's taller than you. He's he's a stocky guy, like more handsome. You, you, well, that's well, that's for another topic. <laughs> we don't know about that. But um, you know, Steve um. If you and Taylor got into a fight, if he wanted to rob you or whatever, if he wanted to kill you, he probably can kill you. Just with his bare hands. He could probably be, you know, yeah. unfortunately people can be beaten to death. Yeah. Um, a firearm is going to make you equal to Taylor. Yeah, no, no doubt. And I've said before in another episode, a firearm is the only thing that's going to make, you know, a 300-pound dude who wants to unfortunately sexually assault a 100 pound female it's so the only thing that's going to make them equal is that female having a firearm oh, yeah. and being able to protect herself so yeah I think that's a I think it's a fine a fine yeah. reason hmm. to and it's not yeah, a machismo to, to
1: reason it's not like this like Rambo reason it's a legitimate yeah. reason mm-hmm. yeah. you know there are concerns in the world real world real world concerns right. that are going on and it's a very valid reason because a lot of firearms uses are defensive they're, they're not really offensively used unless you know you're a criminal mm-hmm. so yeah um, it's a perfectly valid you know reason. In quotes you know it's 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 a need yeah. it's you know something that you you want
0: i would say it's okay for you to want a firearm to make sure that you are safe yes of course it's it's okay for that to be your reason a lot of people will, will disagree and say well that means you just want to like go kill people or that's not a good enough reason no. and you know even if you even if you go to like a apply for a carry permit, that's not a good enough reason. Just that, saying, like, I, mean, I want protection to protect myself, that's not enough, That's not a good enough reason for the government to Island. allow you... Yeah, on Long Island. To allow you to carry that firearm as a full mm-hmm. carry. It's just not a good... Yeah. It's, for them, it's not a good enough reason. For the normal, average citizen, other gun owners, yeah. and obviously yourself, you feel like that is a good enough reason. That's good enough. Right. Even if you just wanted to hang it on your wall for, I don't know why, if you just wanted to have a gun just to have it, that's a good mm-hmm. enough reason. Yeah, of course. You know,
2: so... Okay. And then I think it's really interesting how we were talking about before again kind of like how culture mixes into people's thoughts and groupthink and because mm-hmm. again you just asked, you know, what are my thoughts on it? The first right. thing I look at is, you know, the stereotypes if someone's sc- scrolling through social media, mm-hmm. what's the first thought that's going to come into their mind? Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Do you guys have any more questions
0: for me or uh yeah, I mean I, I kind of want to do like a something a little interesting. Uh, I'm going oh, uh, to do like kind of <laughs> kind of want to do like a, a little I guess it's like a word association yeah. game. Yeah. Okay, um, I'm gonna say a couple things. I just want you to tell me what comes to your mind. Don't think about it too much. I just I'm gonna say something, and it's gonna obviously be gun related. And I want you to tell me the first thing that you know you think of. So the first thing is common sense gun control. Common sense gun yeah. What control. do you think when you hear that? Because I know that's a term you've heard. This
2: has to be. I mean, if you're it's in the news. Yeah.
1: It's in the newspapers. It's on the internet.
2: Okay the first thing that immediately came to mind controversial. Okay, it, 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 it is. You're not wrong. It is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's just. I mean, that's the first thing that came to mind. Yeah, yeah. Um, common sense gun control. So what would basically common sense gun control is just. Yeah, I mean, because some people would think that you know banning
0: um, you know banning a pistol grip is common sense gun control, uh-huh. but it's not common
1: sense. Some people think that a waiting period is is common sense gun control. It's kind of like, for example, if they pass a law that said, um, you know, Save the Kittens Act of 2020, but really what it did was defund the police and um, assist hostile foreign nations Mm -hmm. in rebuilding their military. What, you're not for the Save the Kittens Act? Yeah, but it does this, this, and this, which I don't agree with. Right, it's kind of like it's what... kind
0: of like you know the New York Safe Act, right? <laughs> the, the, what does that even mean, New York Safe Act? It it sounds really great. Oh, do I want New York to be safe? I live there. Fuck yeah, I want it to be right. safe. Oh wait, you're banning, you know, high capacity magazines, anything over ten rounds. That's mm-hmm. weird. Oh, yeah. you don't want me to be able to order ammunition online. That's weird that's right. not really safe like i'm a gun owner i need ammunition i don't want to pay you're making crazy me a prices. felon
1: overnight from my previously lawfully owned right. high capacity magazines right. yeah
0: i can't have a bay why does a bayonet lug on my firearm make a difference you know like i don't even own a bayonet why right. why can i not have a pistol grip now on my gun you know it's just like these little things that when you really look at the safe act is it really making anybody safe right. the name is
1: really great but it's right. not really doing anything they name things like common sense gun tr- gun control, but it's really not that common sense, in my right. opinion. Yeah. So, um, next thing. That was a good one, though. Controversial. I like yeah, that I like was that like too. the the first thing that came to
0: mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it sounds like it shouldn't be controversial. No, oh. it really should. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's- exactly it sounds like everyone should be for common sense and that's the thing that's what people say like like taylor was saying like oh are you for like common sense like gun control and, and if stuff you say like that? no they look at you like yeah. you're a psycho yeah like oh, you're not for common sense gun control and then like people be like oh well all, all i want is a registration for all firearms in the whole country and you're like no that's yeah. a big fucking problem because yeah, then sucks. once the government knows you look you could look back in history usually when when countries lose their guns the first thing that happens is a gun a, a national a nationwide gun registration. You know, it happens. Yeah. So they find out where your guns are, they come and take them.
1: And what business is of it is the government's to know what a constitutionally protected yeah. right like what I have. Right. You know, and that's that's a whole to mm-hmm. pay for another yeah. time.
0: So the next one I want to know about is the AK-47. Oh god. Um. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh no. Yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> well, go ahead dangerous first thing that came Dangerous. To oh, yeah okay what else have you heard about it i mean the second thing that came to my head would be school shooting in all honesty oh, interesting uh, again uh, like can you tell or? me can you tell me the
0: last school shooting that happened with an ak-47 no
1: exactly exactly okay yeah all right and this is totally off the cuff like yep. this is that
0: we have not talked about this no, no which not is at all. and that's the whole point is these are things that have just he's been just soaking up just being alive not even looking for this information right. but he's just been like he's been getting hit with this information over the course of his life and these these are the things that come into his head
2: when he right. hears these things so anything else for that one? You don't Like, I mean, like you said I'm definitely trying to be have not heard these yeah. I'm definitely trying to I'm, I'm a neutral person believe yeah. me I'm not on one side or the other these are <laughs> just legit pops, thoughts yeah. that are popping I mean in it my doesn't head. make you right or wrong it's yeah. just what you've heard and that's really the point uh huh yeah, um, so definitely mm-hmm. First one, dangerous yeah. That'd
0: be yeah. the second one Okay oh,
2: yeah. um, AR-15 I do not even know that one Okay, no. fair enough That's, oh, wow. I'm surprised That's by that I'm su- really surprised by that I mean, GTA no. I don't know <laughs> Alright oh, That surprised the... me yeah, yeah, it does surprise yeah. me I'm, I'm...
1: surprised he said School shootings for AK-47 But not yeah. AR-15 Yeah, yeah it, it, It's just a, you know yeah. Little um,
0: buzzwords in the media Here's another one you ready? Assault rifle
2: assault rifle yeah hmm see no i'm just trying to like hmm i would definitely say assault rifle again i'm thinking of just bad words that's fine say the words i want to hear them not allowed not Mm -hmm. i I really don't think that uh you know assault rifle i I wouldn't trust uh you know myself with it as a new gun owner but (laughs) it's crazy man yeah
0: he wouldn't trust himself within the, with a, quote, assault rifle. Mm. So the reason why we brought up assault rifles is because mm. assault rifle is something that is used by the media. It's a media it's, buzz. It's word. a media buzzword, right? You cannot own an assault rifle. You, you can. You can, but you can't go to the... You... Won't be able to like just go to the store right In now and buy an assault rifle. Okay, and 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 when I say assault rifle, I mean a real assault. Yeah, rifle. no. I by just by saying, definition, assault yes. rifle. You know, full auto capability. In New York, you right. can't do that. Right. Other states, you can. Right. But. I don't mean like, you know, the the political term assault rifle, which right. is like any basically any any firearm they modern, modern, any firearm they, that, they don't want right. you to have. Right. Um. So yeah, I don't know, Taylor, if you want to comment on the assault rifle thing. I yeah. Don't.
1: So Steve, like. Assault rifle is a word that you hear in the news, like oh we want to ban assault rifles. Joe mm-hmm. Biden says that oh we want to ban assault rifles. We want to ban weapons of war. Really, what an assault rifle is is a fully automatic firearm. By definition. By definition. Right. That's let's just say in a more modern context. From I mean people like I shouldn't even say modern because an actual AK-47 would be considered assault, an assault mm-hmm. rifle. Right. It's a select fire. Rifle,
0: an AK forty seven with
1: full automatic capability. You pull the trigger one time, multiple bullets are right. coming out. That is technically by, um, by definition, the legal, man. not even the legal definition, but the actual definition, an mm-hmm. assault rifle. Okay, but a, a semi automatic rifle is just a rifle. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, if it one if,
0: trigger pull, one
1: bullet. If you assault somebody with that rifle, then I guess you could technically call it, or you are an assaultor <laughs> yeah. with a rifle, but. Um, The media likes to use these words. They'll put up a picture of an M16. And they'll say, oh, school shooting with an AR-15. It's like, well, that's an M16. Mm -hmm. That's a fully automatic, you know, military issue weapon. The guy that Mm -hmm. shot up the high school used a a semi-automatic modern sporting firearm, let's just say. Which is still terrible. But they, they want to push a narrative and an agenda. And they want to have the public see a rifle like that and think, mm-hmm. oh, that's evil. That's an assault rifle. Yeah. And it's really not. Yeah. I mean, there's no difference between right. a mini fourteen and an AR yeah, fifteen. They'll,
0: they'll take a mini fourteen right out of the box, right? If you took one right out the box with a wooden stock on it, not an assault rifle. Right. You put a synthetic stock on it with a pistol grip, it becomes an assault rifle.
2: Right. Shooting right. the
0: same amount of same type of ammunition at the same rate of fire. Everything is exactly the same. The only thing that's different is now that there is like, now there's a black synthetic stock with a pistol grip on it now it becomes a quote-unquote assault rifle and i think what you know obviously what they're aiming to do is they're aiming to say well we're going to ban assault rifles and then people go well that sounds like a fucking great idea right assault rifles shouldn't be allowed and, then and they'll they put f- up a
1: picture of an ar-15 yeah. and say we're going to ban this right and, then-
0: and they'll and they'll say things like you know military grade assault like assault rifles are only meant for the battlefield you know mm-hmm. they should only be in the hands of military and like that's actually a scary oh, thing yeah. to say anyway it is. i so. agree
1: I definitely agree. And, you know, for somebody like you who, let's just say, is young and even growing up in today's, like, I graduated high school a long time ago, like 12 years ago. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, the world we live in today is much different mm-hmm. than the world of, you know, 2008.
0: And, so, like, Steve, here, here's a good example. Do you, like, do you, how dangerous you think this gun is?
2: by the looks of it. Yeah. Like when I look at that by yeah, the length you... of it, it looks more dangerous to me if I think like oh god, the longer the gun is, that the more dangerous well, no, it is. just like but... do you think
0: that there's like to look at this gun? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, mm-hmm. lo- right. let
1: me just interrupt. John is holding up a picture of a Ruger Mini 14 right. in a wood stock and that looks like a 15-round mag or a 10-round mag, something around that. Yeah, either. something around there. So, that's what he was just holding up a picture of. And you were saying that the size of it was like the length of it was kind of scary or what would, would it Yeah. Okay. Um, did that look like maybe something that people go hunting with yeah I'd more say so more traditional yeah now I want to show you this gun
0: which one is which one is more dangerous definitely this one that I'm looking this one's on. more dangerous right yeah. <laughs> yeah that's what I thought um, this is the same exact gun oh literally yeah, same exact gun one has the wooden stock out of the box and this one has just like a, it's like a sporterized look yeah, it looks you like know, it, it it's kinda, black and dangerous. It
1: kind of looks like a scar. It has a pistol yeah, grip, yeah. a stock. Uh, uh, it looks has,
0: like a 30-round mag. I, it's the same. I think it's the same mag. It might be a, a few it, rounds yeah, extra. Yeah. But, but it's the same gun. Wow! No shit. This yeah. one, too. All right.
2: That's, that's really scary. Right? It's really scary, right? Yeah. Same gun.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> you know? Wow. So it's just like one of those So the things. media
1: will tell you that's an assault rifle, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. the wooden stocked Mini-14, people will right. say that's a sporting rifle. Yeah,
0: so this is an assault rifle, Steve. Because it has a pistol grip and a couple other, what a couple other things. What the says. Like, this is a quote-unquote, an assault rifle. And then we go back to the, you know, the wooden stock, and this is, you know, this is a ranch gun, and this is used to shoot, like, varmint on on the farms, and it's not dangerous at all. You know what I mean? This yeah, is a sporting
1: rifle. It just looks different.
0: Same exact gun. Same exact ammunition.
1: Same magazine. Everything's the same. same magazine. Action, everything is exactly
0: the same. same barrel. Nothing on the other gun makes it any more dangerous than this. Right. Huh. So same exact gun, and that's kind of what we're what we're talking about. Where is is this is the common you know uh, common sense gun control thing? Is banning a gun just because of the way it looks common sense? It's not. I don't you know? believe so. So that's <laughs> just one of those things, man. And it's not like I always say it's not someone's fault for not knowing, but I think it is someone's fault for not learning about it and figuring it out. Mm-hmm. If you're gonna go in the street and you're gonna demand. Banning something that is someone else's right a lot of people want to abolish the second amendment because they don't fully understand The second amendment they only believe what they're told and it's not their fault for believing that at First, I think it is their fault for not educating themselves further on the situation so they can make a valid argument You talk to a lot of people on the street just like you Steve If I held up those two guns to the average person who doesn't really know much Mm -hmm. They're gonna say the same thing you said right oh the one with the wooden stock that one, that one looks... That one's fine. That one's perfectly safe. Oh, that has a pistol grip and it's black stock? No, 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 no. That, and for example, that's, that's
1: very deadly. And for example, with an AK-47, externally, just looking at, let's just say, a semi-automatic AK and a fully automatic AK, there's only one external difference. If you could even see it that only somebody like myself would know and that would be the mm-hmm. third pin for the auto sear in mm-hmm. the receiver that's mm-hmm. it. and that, that's at the safety's up yeah. and you could see it otherwise they 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 look exactly the yeah, same exactly but internally the same. they work different so to somebody the average you know joe on the street right. you would hold up a picture of a fully automatic AK it's like well it's just an AK47 mm-hmm. you know people would think it's dangerous and school shootings and terrorists right. mm-hmm. but they would know that it's actually a a semi automatic gun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No different than your
0: hunting rifle. Yeah. I mean, for, for AK, for me, going back to this word stuff, is because you said, I mean, terrorist is the first thing that, you know, triggered. You know, the first thing <laughs> yeah. I was thinking about this last night, the first thing I think is terrorist. I thought he was going to say terrorist. I thought he was too, man. I thought you were going to say for for AK47 ISIS, I will AK47 I'm going to say terrorist. Yeah. Then I thought for AR15 you're going to say school, school shootings, shootings. Mm-hmm. and then But that's a, our own bias. It is. That is it our is. own bias it about is.
1: people that don't know anything about yeah. firearms. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we we learned a little something that not everybody is as misinformed as we might think they yeah. are. Yeah. So that's that's a very
2: interesting point Right, to bring up. Right. Yeah.
0: for sure. Yeah. So Steve, you have any uh, you have any additional questions
2: or So just to round up so you definitely say the first so it would take one day if i walked in today oh, yeah. to a gun yeah. shop and buy it if mm-hmm. they
1: have it in stock and if it's you know obviously now is a crazy time to be doing things but yeah, yeah. generally speaking you can
2: go into a store right pick out what you mm-hmm. want do a background check pay the man and then leave and I assume a handgun would probably be what i want as a first gun oh
1: um, yes and no it's a great choice for a gun um it's just here the permitting process is a little harder okay. um I think sometimes just to get yourself familiar with safe firearms handling, it might be more advantageous to buy something that's a little more accessible first.
0: Handguns aren't any more or
1: less dangerous
0: than a rifle. No. Okay. Um, Despite what you may, you know, may have heard, oh, handguns are super dangerous because they're concealable and and all this stuff. Rifles concealable, too. Um, I will tell you, if you're interested in firearms... Applying for, like, the permitting for a handgun could take, like, six months to a year. Do it
1: while you're young. I should have done it years ago. I
0: know, I know. I get so much shit for it. I would say (laughs) just because there's less things to really think about as far as, like, oh, you know what? I'm going to go, and I'm just going to, like, I'm going to dive right in. A long gun isn't a bad option. There's
1: less investment up front. Like, Mm -hmm. if you even just want to get a 22 to plink around, it's cheap, it's affordable. Yeah. As far as, like, first guns are concerned, a lot of people go for the 22. Yeah.
0: And I think it's I think it's like a misconception that it's like a safer a safer option. It's not, yeah. you know, it's not.
1: It's just more affordable, right. more accessible. Right. Um, it's less uh, like I said in a previous episode with the SKS, a lot of people learn on a twenty two because, you know, there's less recoil, there's less mm-hmm. noise, but you know, it, it kinda helps you learn the basics of a firearm without really getting mm-hmm. into the cost of ammunition or
0: the Yeah, the twenty two like if you did twenty two long it's, it's you a know, long rifle yeah it's small super okay. super 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 cheap you could buy thousands of rounds of it have plenty of ammo to go to the range not that you can't buy thousands of rounds of other ammunition right. but i'm saying as far as like cost wise you can buy a lot of ammunition you can go to the range you can pop up pop up pop up pop, pop you want you know and it's really not going to put a big dent in in your wallet like 500 I, rounds is like 25 yeah 30 bucks. yeah I, I know um
1: pre-pandemic
0: prices but whatever so. yeah and you know it's like a, so, like he was saying, a, a five hundred rounds you can get for like thirty bucks. A thousand rounds you can you know, get for sixty or you know a little yeah. less, mm-hmm. opposed to like nine millimeter. You buy a thousand rounds, you're looking at like close to a couple hundred dollars with tax. Yeah. So it's a lot cheaper. Um, and you can have cool stuff, man. Oh, I mean, yeah? we know I won't say his name, but we know somebody who has a twenty-two, with a with a big ass scope on it. <clears throat> and uh, yeah, I'm some sorry. people. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> he went he went to the range and he was uh, he was shooting quarters. He was, like, taping quarters uh, yeah. at, like, I don't even know what was, like, 100 yards. No, I think 50. it was less I think it was 50. That, yeah. And he was, like, just plinking holes in the yeah. in, in the quarters. And you know what? If that's what you like to do, then that's right. what you like to do, man. And mm-hmm. it's fine. You could do stuff. like If you go to the right ranges, you could do stuff like
2: that. Right. Um, ranges that allow. I mean, it's a quarter. so. Yeah, whatever. Because I find that quite surprising. I always thought that you wanted to start small and then work your way up. Yes, well, no. yeah, well like, Well, here's the whole
0: thing. Small size of gun or small size of round, right? Because we're talking right. about small size of round. And you're talking about small size of gun. Right. So it's like two different things. Like you know? I said,
1: though, I think that, you know, for the only investment in the process of getting a handgun, mm-hmm. it's not a bad – I, I would love to get a handgun as yeah. my first gun. But mm-hmm. honestly, just to be familiar with going to a range, learning safety with a firearm, mm-hmm. it you, I, if, if you decide maybe afterwards, you know what, this isn't really for me. I find it interesting, but maybe I don't want to invest a lot in it. You didn't spend that much money. You have a rifle out of it. And, yeah. You know.
0: and, and some handguns can be more expensive than some
1: oh, yeah. you know, some rifles. Like a decent handgun uh, is gonna cost you three hundred dollars at a minimum. Oh easily. Minimum. Easily three
0: hundred dollars, but you know, to go through the, the the whole process of getting it, you're you, you could be looking at a couple hundred to three hundred dollars depending right. on where you live. A year in, wait. Th- yeah, in Suffolk County just to apply for everything, you're probably looking at a little over a hundred dollars in Nassau County, probably like three yeah. even maybe even four hundred dollars yeah, just I'm for the permitting it. waiting. Pro, probably a year six months to a year Yeah, then you have to go then you have to pick everything up go then you and can, this is before you even own, touch handgun. yeah a hand this gun. is only before you wow. can even start shopping for it because you can't even hold a fucking right. handgun in your hand until you have a, a pistol permit right so it's just another so one around, of those around things. here this
1: is why i recommend getting a long gun as your first one. Yeah. it's because it's easier it's, to get into yeah it's easier to get into you can learn a lot more about it you could learn about firearms uh, safe handling right. safe storage and then if you find out, hey, this is really for me. I'd like to get a handgun. Mm-hmm. Then you could get into it. right.
2: Okay, because I, like I keep saying I'm very surprised that, like, you know, I thought that you'd want to sm- start small and it'd be easier to get a smaller weapon, and then when yeah. you work your way up bigger, it take longer. Yeah. But that's. Uh, I don't know if you guys mentioned this earlier. Um, did you guys mention what your first guns were? Yeah, my first gun I mentioned in a previous episode was an AR-15. So, well, yeah. You know.
0: yeah, my first gun, like the first actual gun that I purchased myself. Was the Mosin the gun? Yeah, yeah, ninety-one thirty. Mosin Jones. Glad mm-hmm. yeah.
2: well, none of you said assault rifle because then I would have thought that you guys are school shooters because the word association. <laughs> yeah. Well, my my yeah. first
1: gun, like I said, was an AR fifteen, and you know, I mean, stereotypical, yeah. right? Yeah, but I I wanted it and I thought it was just cool and interesting. And it is cool and interesting, yeah, it so is. it's yeah.
2: not a problem. But yeah.
1: All
2: right. I thought Stevie. not allowed for that one. I I thought you know people wouldn't. You know, dangerous, keep your hands off it. Uh, well, yeah, that's what you hear. So. <laughs> um, cool. So, Tally, have anything else to add? I no, think think one, I think that
1: was great. Mean, I was surprised yeah. at some of the answers that uh, Steve had, had told us. Yeah, I that's a good cool. thing. I yeah, think it's that just it's, cool
0: to get inside your head a little bit and see you know, what's going on.
1: Yeah, see a perspective, because I've been in it for a while now, and see the perspective of maybe somebody that doesn't really know, because he had mentioned one other point in another episode. I was talking like a lot of jargon and all this, and mm-hmm. afterwards you know, you were like, what do you mean by this? What was this? What was Mm -hmm. this? I kind of have to remember sometimes that I might be talking to an audience that might not know some of the technicalities of things or some of the acronyms I use. I'll just spit out Mm -hmm. an acronym like Mm -hmm. it's nothing and then people are like, what is that? Yeah, and if if anyone out
0: there is listening and they're like, what the fuck is a receiver? They keep talking about these (laughs) fucking receivers. Throw a comment. Yeah, and, uh, ask we us will talk about it. Or... Ask us to talk. Like, if if there's anything that's like a little weird to you, comment and yeah. and say, hey, look, can you guys maybe talk about like X, Y, and Z? Like, there was um, we we, we got a comment on one. I think it was one of our Facebook pages, and yeah. they were they were just like, hey, like, look, this question is for John. We Taylor and I both deal with the fa- with the social media, so he was like, hey, look, this question is for John. Like, I want to talk about um holsters. holsters. You know, he carries X, Y, and Z. Way he was listening to our Glock uh, episode. So can he just like tell me like a little bit about, you know, about holsters and you right. know I wrote you know a nice little response about some different types of holsters and it doesn't you know we like interacting with you oh, guys yeah. it's cool you know totally yeah I mean it's it's awesome and we we were t- I know we always joke that we only have like four <laughs> listeners but we're actually about mm-hmm. to pass we're last night I looked at it we're at, we were at like 999 total downloads and oh. only seven weeks man we're about to break 1,000 and it's crazy for us.
1: I know. I know. <laughs> you know, we
0: really thought like three people would listen maybe <laughs> and it was just something that we are going to do for us I and mean, we're still, still doing it yeah. Or <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, so you, you know, I, I it, it's it's cool to see like when we put out a new episode and like a few hours later, oh shit, we have 80 downloads for this episode and right. like 120 for the day. That's fucking crazy and I think so. Yeah, I mean it's 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 almost like I can't believe it sometimes when I see it. I know it's not a big number. No. But f- based on like what he and I
1: Kind of saw, kind of anticipated happening.
0: It's like something that it's cool. You know, yeah. it's cool. And we really love when you guys comment saying that you liked it. We are okay when you guys comment and say you didn't yeah. like something. Yeah. Not that there's too many of those. No, but, a handful. But, <laughs> but honestly, like, yeah, no, like there's some people who are like, oh, well, you guys didn't really explain this property or like, oh, it didn't seem like you guys knew that much about this. We don't know everything about no. everything. We don't claim to be experts. Yeah, we're not experts, man. We just talk about our own experiences. And right. if there's something that we fucked up on, let us know. Oh, yeah, we don't totally. care. We'll do we'll some keep, housekeeping and, yeah, doesn't and say, it, hey, it, like, the first on their toes. What? Yeah, keep them on their yeah, toes. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but yeah, if you guys have anything that you want to hear about in the future, let us know.
2: Yeah, something yeah. to talk about. Definitely. Yeah, reach yeah. out. Yeah. Subscribe, download, follow on social media, Reddit, yeah. all
0: yeah. the good stuff. If you guys go on our Instagram, you see any of these little teaser videos videos and whatnot stevie has been helping yes. us up with those he's, he's doing a great job especially if they're <laughs> not rendered right then you know they're mine <laughs> yeah yeah we've been uh, cut off on yeah, the side like, you know you would think like hey it's really easy you just drag mm. and drop shit and dump it into fucking instagram and, and it's like not like yeah. we've been going back and forth with like the proper aspect ratios and yeah. size and width and yeah, you know, we don't know what the fuck we're
1: doing so yeah, so. steve's been <laughs> really helping us out with that so we'd like to say yeah. thank you
0: yeah, yeah no thank problem. you stevie and we're looking forward to more. So yeah, Stevie's maybe. gonna be around. I think we're gonna hook Stevie up with a mic, and he's gonna be. Maybe searching. we'll take him to the range one day. Oh, that'd be cool Ooh, as hell. Yeah. We should do that, man. Well, yeah. We have be cool. a range report. He's reports. look. He's like, oh no. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's like,
2: oh guns. I'm worried about. I'm not worried about myself. I'm worried about the people around me. For no, sure. No, oh <laughs> no, <laughs> you'll, you'll, be be all fine. All you'll be fine. All you'll be Are all
0: all you all right. worried about other people shooting you? Are you shooting somebody else? Like, shooting <laughs> someone else. No, 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 no. That's not gonna happen. No, no, no. Alrighty, gentlemen well, well that's it for my, today
2: i hope my cluelessness and
0: stupidity helped someone out there oh you're not stupid at all man i mean these look these questions are questions that other people are going to have 100 right. so 100%. it's good yeah we can't have you know random people that we don't know on the show to talk about it and you're a perfect example of someone who doesn't know that much and who wants to get into it and now they know a little more than they did before yes so, agreed. all right until next time all right thanks john Hey everyone! Thank you for listening to today's episode at the NY Gun Guys podcast. We do release a new episode every Monday. If you enjoyed the episode, please subscribe and leave us a five-star review. You can also find us on Instagram and Facebook at NY Guys. Please give us a like, a follow, and a share. If you have any feedback or a suggestion for a future episode, definitely send us an email at info at nygunguys.com. We'll see you next time. Be safe out there.